January 20th, 2017, will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the a So now the energy department says it's low confidence that the bug came from that virology lab over to Wuhan. (laughs) Oh, here we go again. All right, when the truth comes out, they got to deny it. That's right, folks. You are listening to the American Adversaries, where we ballyhoo the truth. We don't deny it. And thank you for tuning in. And, of course, you are listening to us on Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. That is AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. And, of course, you can also listen on the station's website, theanswerorlando.com website where we encourage you to join the Answer Seekers Club so you can enter to win a lot of great contests. You'll also get some great stuff uh, via email. And you can, uh, like I said, enter to win that $250 gift certificate to Images, Auto Spas, and or the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. You can, of course, also listen on our Rumble channel. That's American Adversaries, also on your Alexa devices. And if you haven't already, please do still download the free Answer Orlando app into your smart device. 
prices. And yes, indeed, we are uh, rumbling. Did I already say that? I think yes, I did. Yes, you did, but that's okay. All right, but it then, sounds better. Twice. <laughs> right? You repeat, repeat, repeat. That's you know it. how that goes. There right? you go. And uh, please do become one of our rumblers there. And also, you can message us. And I got a message last night from one of our rumblers uh, because I was stumped on. Uh, I was trying to recall who the two uh, Seminole County school board members were that were oh, up for re-election. Yeah. And I could remember Abby Sanchez, but right. I couldn't remember the other one. So SDBEV sent me this. Amy Pinnock right. was the other one. So you thank go. you. And that's what you can do Abby, with I know Rumble. we've had her on the show a number of times, yeah. right? Yep. So, yep. Yeah, she's been a good board and member And a good as member, well. so. That's right. Right person, right time. Go Abby Sanchez. Yep. All right, that, of course, is the trailblazing union boss himself, Michael McBath, on borrowed time tonight, because he'll only be here a little while. I know, but uh, I have to say, I, I feel so much more relaxed today with knowing that our friend from Chicago, <laughs> Lori Lighthead. Oh, oh no, wait a second. It's Lightfoot. Poor she thing. She lost last night. Poor thing. And now I hear she's charging what we would expect. Well, racism and, well, you know, other well, aspects of it. I don't know that she's charging well, that she's so much. she's brought but, it up in her but, conversation. But playing, playing the victim. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get to that. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart. Nostradamus will be joining us here shortly. And, of course, uh, Pastor Stevens of the Florida Citizens Alliance is going to join us in the next hour of the show. You can join us as well at 407-774-8255. Uh, so the market today, maybe they were sad that uh, Lori is out in Chicago because yeah. they just it was a big yawner of a day. It was really a, pretty much, I hate to say that word, a nothing. You know, when you're talking about money, it was a nothing day. We ended up uh, plus five points, which Yee-hoo. is about as minimal as you can go. We crossed the break-even line about 40 times trying to get a direction here. But what did determine direction actually was uh, the yield early in the morning. It came, it jumped up on the 10-year Treasury to above four percent. And uh, this was the first time since November 8th. And remember, this occurred right after the Institute for Supply Management Survey, which came out the day, showed U.S. manufacturing contracted in February. But here we go. And prices for raw materials increased last March. Okay? How about that? Now, so, you know, they increased last month. Another inflationary note. Then right after that, the two-year yield rose to 4.9%, which is also the highest level in 16 years. And, you know, always remember, uh, the 10-year Treasury moves its – when it moves its yield up, you create sort of a uh, natural headwind for equities because as rates go up, and people can lock into higher yields without much risk, like 5% CDs and stuff. The appeal of equities loses a lot of its uh, capability. Plus, you find your stocks, like the tech stocks, who have to be financed to a great extent, counting on earnings that never usually show up, but most of them, you know, they get into a bigger and bigger hole. So what happened today was uh, with this uh, 10-year crossing 4%, also think of what it means to mortgages. Mortgages now are going to flip back up to about 7%, I'm sure, in the next, unfortunately, couple of weeks. And that, again, will curtail. Plus, when they come out in uh, March, I think it's the 22nd, 23rd, the Fed speaks. Guess what's going to happen then? Uh, it's It might be a quarter, but it could be a half. 
And the way I look at what's happened to us all with the CPI, the PPI, the readings today, uh, I think we better go to a half. we got to wrench this out of our economy or we become, like I mentioned yesterday in Iran, which I don't mind Iran having this problem, <laughs> but their inflation is running at 54% over the last 12 months. Can you imagine what a wonderful job their government did for them? <laughs> yeah. So imagine what our government right now is doing for us with Joe the uh, uh, that's bimbo right. Biden. You know, All right. So. All right, that's Michael McBath. I am the philosopher, political mad scientist Christopher Hart, as I said. And we got joining us now Dr. Mark and Larry Jones of Healthcare Now. Great to see you guys. Good Gentlemen. evening, guys. Good to see you. Glad Good to, to see be you. with you. Yeah, talk about uh, rocketing prices. Uh, I know you guys oh talk about yeah. health care and the price yeah. of health care oh, yeah. and how health care yeah. is being paid for yeah. or not paid for anymore. You guys really got the scoop on that yeah. stuff. Mike. It's not only mortgages. Go out and buy drugs these days. No, I know. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's incredible. I, Larry will tell you, I called him a few weeks ago yeah, because right. I get asked questions because a lot of people listen to your show. They appreciate the mm-hmm. information factor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's fed up when they see these hospital yep. bills come in. That's insane. And then a lot of times they're not correct. Yeah. No, they're I never correct. Imma- Most <laughs> of the they're time. They're never correct. Yeah. Well, that's one of the mantras I say. Don't, yeah. don't ever pay that bill yeah. that you get yeah. without because you have to go through it and time and time again it's yeah. it's really criminal that these that the, the, the way hospitals they do send it. you yeah. this bill knowing full well that there's waiting on your insurance and right. it's not I what mean, you owe right and right. i mean it just or that yeah. you you know you paid your deductible but yeah. they're charging yeah. and the, even the words that you may owe Right. It doesn't even say, yeah. you may owe this amount. Right. It's insane. And, and isn't it and, true? And people are stressing already. That you, they have to wait at least a year before they try to file against your credit or well, something. Well, that right. just started January yeah, 1, Mike. Okay, you then, cannot file a medical debt on a credit report for that? 12 months now. Yep. Yeah, yep. that just and, came into effect January one. But yeah. it really, yep. it, they need to extend that to two years because you can yep. go a full year. Oh, just without a getting, doubt. getting a weekly bill, and every time you get it, it changes. Just it's trying insane. to get it resolved. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah I yeah. know. I mean, I have a, a nothing bill from a physical. You know, right. I'm over sixty five, yep. yep. and yep. had the blood test routine right. and all that. And they made a mistake, as they've done for three years in a row. I've called four times yep. already, Chris. So I can't even get the person to call me back. Yeah, yeah. I no, just tell we, them. We, we were just talking about that uh, yep, on our yep, show yep, just exactly, a little while ago. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there we go. Like, well, now of course their show is after our show on tomorrow night. So you recorded today. Yes. So what, yep. give us a little brief of what it's going to be. I mean, don't yep. give away the ending. Yeah. No, 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 it's a great show. Yeah, great we've show. been talking about the secret to great health over the last couple of weeks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Knowing yep. your numbers, yep. like blood pressure, hypertension, uh, blood sugar, cholesterol, and your BMI. And today we had Dr. Betsy, uh, tomorrow night we'll have Dr. Betsy Dovek, who is a bariatric surgeon here in Orlando, and she has performed more bariatric surgeons surgeries as a woman in the United States than anyone in the country. What yep. exactly is bariatric surgery? So it's weight loss surgery. Yep. So, I guess. so there, yep. are, there are a number of different procedures that yep. uh, have gone through the years and the, the ones that she's trained, trained in all of them. And uh, and she's done, you know, we say that, so she, yep. she's done the most of any woman surgeon, yep. mm-hmm. but she, she's still right up there with everybody. With everybody. She's yeah. got yeah. Uh, right. huge, yeah. huge volumes, yeah. lots of experience. It's it's all about obesity, and it's about a, yep. a BM, BMI of over 30. That's body mass. Body mass, body mass index. index. Uh, yeah. 25 is considered overweight. 30 is considered obese. Right. And Dr. Dovek deals with this. And it's interesting that of our $4.6 trillion health care market today, Obesity impacts 
1.7 trillion of that. Yep. Yeah, it's yep. amazing. You know, Mike has a saying. He yeah. says you can never be too rich or too thin. I got the yeah. other, right? <laughs> no, I was telling Mark, too, is, and as Chris knows with this player association thing, right. we do a lot of testing, you know, big-time testing. Sure. But the problem is many of our players, even though, even like myself, I'm 6'4", 235. Mm-hmm. But my BMA may show 30, 29.5. Right. Yeah. But they have come to the conclusion the normal relationship of BNI to it has different yeah. to body right. structures it, 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 and everything it, 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 else. Absolutely, absolutely. So when right. you look at when you look at children and you look at athletes okay. and you look at people that are outside the mean in just basically size, weight, shape, right. you have to be more careful than that. You're absolutely right. So because right. if you took you know a, a bodybuilder mm-hmm. and ran his BMI, it's mm-hmm. going to come up really high, yeah. and they they have no body fat. Right, mm-hmm. so so there's definitely those out, outsiders, and and when you get on one of the scales that that measures your percentage body mm-hmm. fat, you can usually select it as your normal physique or athletic. Mm-hmm. And so you know a lot of people are like, well, I don't mean I'm not really a professional athlete, mm-hmm. but maybe I'm yep. pretty yep. athletic. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you make that change, you'll see that that body fat index drop way down. Yep. So it's not. It's not as simple. We try to keep everything simple. The That's BMI right. is calculated just with two numbers. Yeah. Your, yeah. your, you know, it's it's your height and your height weight. Height and weight. So, right. so you know you that go. those yeah. numbers are gonna are gonna be different right. for yeah. different people. Right. I mean, you look right. at folks like like just your your skeletal mass right. is much more than mine. Yeah. Right. right. So just your bone yeah. weight mm-hmm. is much more, and yeah. that's not bad weight. Yeah. Right. So you do you have to kind of watch and, those and numbers. And speaking from somebody that manages thousands of patients. Neither one of you guys are overweight, so don't worry about it. That's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. We have no. other problems. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. But, 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 but obesity is probably the main driver of bad health in the country it because is, it leads to right. diabetes and other type 2 diabetes, yeah. and type right. 2 diabetes is pr- pretty much related to or directly the, the biggest yeah. killer that we have. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I look forward to listening yeah. to that yeah. tomorrow night. Did you know that fun. 2 billion people in the world are either overweight or obese. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, and you know people And in get, America it's 39% of the, of adults. My yeah. concern and when we read about the military yep. that these young kids aren't even draftable because they're overweight, mm-hmm. sure. not in yep. uh, shape or anything. Yep. That's a real plague because who's going to be your soldiers? Who's yep. going to be yeah. the people that can stand up for the country? And it appears yep. as though yep. our, our culture is getting more and more sedentary. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, but we've yeah, just COVID come off a two-year pandemic yeah, exactly. where people gained right. weight for two years. Right. And, mm-hmm. yeah. but, but if you look yeah. at everything going to more and more technology, more and more robotics, right. more and more working from home, yep. Yep. you know, all of these things can contribute to Absolutely. gaining weight. Well, well yeah. as, as you'll hear on our show, the, the thing that amazed me is with, with all that we know about obesity surgery and how successful it can be, in, in the country, in the U.S., only 1% of the people who qualify for that surgery have had it. One percent. One percent. Do you think it's because uh, the, the, the... It's cost. It, it's cost. It, it, right. I mean, there's a little bit of fear, right? Yeah. right. That's what um, I was but but when you look at the real numbers and you yeah. look at the risk, yeah. your risk of not having yeah. it is much higher than having yeah, it. Dr. Dovet covers all that tomorrow night yeah. on our show. If yeah. you want One to other question, too, because everybody yeah. sits at home, they don't do much exercise. Mm-hmm. What is the minimum amount of exercise to maximize your health? If I walk, right. let's say, four days a week, three miles a day, would that right. be good enough? So what what we've sort of come and, and this changes all the time. Uh, but when we look at if if you can get to a level of exercise where you're actually sweating, right? Right. So that level of energy mm-hmm. for 20 minutes, about three times a week, your cardiac health should be stable. Right. Okay. You're not going to get 
better from it. You're not going to lose weight, and you're not going right. to improve your car, but you you should keep it stable. So so it it depends a lot on you know what your current situation is, but you need to add some strength training. And I think as people get older. What happens is they, they get a little um, imbalanced and they fall right. down and break a hip and then right. get pneumonia and then you die, right? right? right, right. So in addition to that cardiac, I always tell my, my folks that are, you know, anybody that's starting to look a little, little long in the tooth and gray, a little gray-haired, <laughs> that you yep. need to do some weight training as well. Right. Yep. You don't have to you don't have to look like yep. you. You don't have to look like you can no. lift the entire gym, <laughs> right. but, right. but you need to, you need to yep. get out there and get that, yep. that activity going. You know, no. Dr. Mark, uh, there was just on TV yesterday the journal of the British Journal of Sports Medicine. Did you see that on TV? No. It talked about daily exercise and impact on health. It says of the 30 million adult participants that they surveyed, findings just 11 minutes a day of aerobic exercise will reduce risk of early death 23%, cardiovascular disease 17%, and cancer risk 7%. 11 minutes a day of cardiovascular and, exercise. And anybody can do that anywhere. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I always yeah. wonder why we don't take all these people who were on welfare and have them pick their check up on Friday after they walk uh, five days a week, three miles <laughs> each day. Now, here's your check you earned, it, and you look a lot we're, healthier. We're, we're, on, we're on the ninth floor, and the elevator's broken. There's something broken. to that, Mike. All right. yeah. So, healthcare now, Dr. Mark yep. and Larry Jones, tomorrow night, of course, 7 o'clock every mm-hmm. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, yep. and now Saturday's at 11, too, Correct. right? Correct. 11 to 12. All right, so if you happen yep. to miss the show tomorrow night, then you can hear it Saturday. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. Great to see you guys. And great to have you as part of Salem Media Group's News Talk Station of the Year. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Help get us there, brothers. Uh, We're we're very excited about that, too. All right. Excellent. All right. That's great. Okay. We'll be right back with more of the American Adversaries Radio Show. Mike has tomorrow night's contest challenge for you. And there's a a Buffalo Bill who wants out of New York. I don't blame him. And it's not because of the team, but we'll (laughs) tell you what. When we come back. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m. and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. 
Com. Network sound and video can make memories last forever. Like many folks, you've stored away family videos, camcorder tapes, 8mm film, photos and slides for years. You can't play your family memories even if you wanted to. The camera is broken, the VCR won't play. Bring those memories back to life by transferring them to a CD or DVD so your family can enjoy them again for a lifetime. Call 407-834-8555 or visit NetworkSoundAndVideo.com. 407-834-8555. New Queso Blanco is officially on the menu at Tijuana Flats. Try it in the new Dueling Queso Appetizer alongside our signature gold queso. Double down on deliciousness. Order your Dueling Queso at TijuanaFlats.com. Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg, and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic. Westbound I-4 going slow around Colonial, then slow from Kirkman to U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4 slow from U.S. 27 of Fort Lee and from Lake Mary to Monroe. Slowdowns on the 429 southbound headed into I-4. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Tony Randall and uh, what was the other guy's name? They were funny when they the used to go couple. back and forth, the odd couple. So yeah, that was great. we want you to put together an odd couple for tomorrow night. Okay, this is going to take some thinking from our contest people, but I think you'll enjoy this one. We all know that the Discovery Channel has a great hit out there. It's been around 10 years. This isn't anything new. It's called Naked and Afraid. <laughs> it's a survivor show. Survivor right. show. Right. And uh, don't misinterpret it, but it is. They are naked and they're afraid. All right. Now, what we want you to do is come up. We're trying to come up with another show in the future. We want you to think of two people we could put into a, cer- a certain circumstance where they will operate. Okay? Like... I'll give you a real example. I'm going to take Pete Buttigieg and Rachel Levine, and I want to drop them into the subway in New York City, and they will stay there for 21 days 
naked and afraid. Well, but they won't be naked. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. But they, yeah. but they will be dressed very scantily. <laughs> no, well, you know? the bottom line is that you put two politicians and or celebrities together right. uh, and put them in a situation where they have to survive 21 days. 21 right? days. And, and uh, so we're not, not looking for their problems. remote locations like on the TV show. We're just using that <laughs> as an example that you put two people an odd couple together, odd couple together. In a situation where they need to survive 21 days, I, like he said, the in the New subway. York subways where right. I'm putting these two monsters. All right. All right. So we'll see where we All go, right. naked so and afraid. That's the idea, and, that, and, and, and it's not that they're going to be there naked. It's going to be that they have <laughs> to be there to survive <laughs> together, okay? All right, so uh, that is for tomorrow night. And, of course, we got a prize package uh, lined up for you as well. And, by the way, that, the, uh, that was Tony. Randall and Jack Klugman. Yeah, that was, that was uh, that and that was a great show. Thank you, Nostra Dennis. Yep. Yeah, indeed. So we want to know what, an odd put together an odd couple in an odd situation that they have to survive for 21 we days. We got to come up with a competitive show. There you go. Yep. That's right. So uh, get those contest entries ready for tomorrow night. All right. In the meantime, when we come back, uh, we'll get into the Lori Lightfoot thing because she is out. As mayor of Chicago, on the way out anyway. She could get into movies, though, Chris, if uh, you think about it. Monster movies and stuff? Uh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Wouldn't need much makeup, that's oh, for sure. Oh, my God. That's right. Mm-hmm. And we'll tell you about that Buffalo Bill who wants out of town up there. And we got the new Disney board members for you as well. Oh, great. That's right. Okay, we'll be right back with the American Adversaries. Remember, as we add now our WACX-TV audience, we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Eli Lilly will cut prices for some older insulins later this year and immediately give more patients access to a cap on the cost they pay to fill prescriptions. The moves promise critical relief to some people with diabetes who can face annual costs of more than $1,000 for insulin. Lilly's changes also come as lawmakers pressure drug makers to do something about soaring prices. The Ukrainian military might pull troops back from the key stronghold of Bakhmut. That's according to an advisor to Ukraine's president. The remarks on Wednesday suggest that Russia could capture the eastern city that has become a symbol of Ukrainian resistance. Kremlin forces have waged a bloody months-long offensive to take Bakhmut. On Wall Street, the Dow up by five points. The Nasdaq drops 76. More details at srnnews.com. AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic. Westbound I-4. Slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman to U.S. 27. Eastbound I-4. Slow from U.S. 27 to Lee M. from Lake Mary to Monroe. Slowdowns on the beach line. Westbound headed into I-4. Eastbound into the Greenway. Your latest answer traffic. I'm Dave Dorica. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time. 
the titans of talk radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer. Online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers on 55.7. Now, let's join the action. That I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free, and I won't forget the men who Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA All right, welcome once again to our WACX TV audience. That's the Super Channel. And it's 55.7 on your antenna remote. And if you haven't gotten an antenna yet, well, you're not in the end crowd because uh, antenna TV is the wave of the future. All right, speaking of the future, we got the man who predicts the past. <laughs> Nostra Dennis has joined us. I do. I predict the past right? every day. Yeah, that's right. And he, of course, uh, does predict future events as well occasionally. Well, by the way, you know I'm the resident conspiracy theorist. Yes. I heard this great characterization of people like me. It is. Don't call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah. It's a spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. Whatever I say, That's, give it nine months to a year. It comes true. And here it is. There you go. All right, of course, uh, Michael McBath and myself, Christopher Hart, the three of us are in the Relax and Comfort studio. I'm on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond microphone. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge. And they're on the course out to Bay Hill. The Bay Hill Classic is going on this week with the program today. I know. It's a lot of fun. Actually, Chris, when I worked at UBS, we used to have a tent when in the ninth hole, and oh. Arnie would come out there. Sure, and what a very pleasant individual. And yep. uh, well, it's it's worth going out. But with that note, don't forget our channel if you're a pastor, because we have the Pastors Masters coming yep. up on April 10th at Heathrow. Yep, and we've done this a number of years. It's always sold out. We're already booking very quickly. Remember. Uh, the 10th of April, we'll have uh, some NFL celebrities. we got Glenn Ressler, played in two Super Bowls. He played on the Colts, and he also is in the College Hall of Fame. He'll be out there. Uh, we got uh, Reggie Brant, Super Bowl player. He'll be out there. we He's got Don Nottingham. I think, yeah, Don did make it to a Super Bowl. He'll Dolphins. Be, boy, we got a pretty good lineup. Uh, Don sure Nottingham, yeah. Dolphins, and uh, a lot of others. And, and uh, uh, Rick... Uh, oh, was Ricky it, Shaw, uh, or uh, was it Rick uh, Henderson? Uh, the the he played at UCF. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I'm cracking up. Uh, Ricky, um, oh God, I'm, uh, Rick Hamilton. Hamilton. Rick Hamilton. Hamilton. They played That's at right. UCF. Yeah, who's a great guy. He lives around here, and he'll be there. Yep. We'll have a, a real. And then Joe West is expected to. Joe West is really a piece of work. You know, this guy has every story in the world. He was the longest umpire in the history of pro baseball, 5,000 or 5,480 yeah. games, something like that. And Steve Pasarkowitz, who was there a few the number one draft choice. So, so if you're a pastor and you want to play with miss. us, the and pastor's master. And that's awful nice of the station picking up the tab on this, you know, yeah. because they do this just for the spree de corps in the community, yeah. which is great. So if you're a pastor or know a pastor, make sure mm. they know about the pastor's masters, and they can go to the AnswerOrlando.com website and click on the link there and sign up right there. That is the AnswerOrlando.com website. Okay, so 
Uh, there is a Buffalo Bill who wants out of New York, and it's not because of a team issue, is it, Nostradamus? Not at all. Now, you know, I got out of New York in 1995, and Buffalo Bill's safety, Jordan Poyer, kind of has the same idea that I had. See, I was living on Long Island, working in New York City, paying federal tax, state tax, and New York City tax, even though I didn't live in the city, because I got the privilege of riding the buses and the subways, <laughs> so I had to pay for that. Right. Well, if you live up in Buffalo, and you're a football player, you are paying state income tax, which is pretty hefty up there, for the privilege of the state sending most of that tax to New York City to pay for all the programs they've got. Problem is, you live in Buffalo. So Jordan Poyer says, I would rather live somewhere where the taxes just aren't that high. And I can give him three choices. Miami, Tampa, Jacksonville. They've all got football teams. And you, know, you know what's even worse? When the Bills play the Jets, they got to pay the city of New York tax. Yep. And then when oh, the yeah. Bills play the Giants, city of New York tax. Uh, oh, yep, because they're part of, even though they play in New Jersey. How about that? Look, I, I can tell you this yep. knowing from having prepared taxes in the <laughs> yep. past. Oh, you know what I'm if talking about. If you work either one day, one hour, yep. one month, or a good part of the year in another state, yep. you have to, even though you don't live there, let's just say you're there for the weekend or play to play a baseball mm, game or football right. game, they tag you, you have to pay taxes on the income from yep. your time in that city. Imagine the tax returns for athletes like that. That's right. Imagine. So it, it, let's just say you're, you're in town as part of a convention crew and you yeah. get paid a few hundred dollars, you pay taxes on that. If you're in town to play in an NFL game and you get a few hundred thousand, you pay Pay taxes on, on that, that right. according to their tax rate. Yeah. And by the way, they have the taxes taken out of your check. Oh, sure. So, oh, yeah. So you that's, don't have to worry about cutting them a check. That's right. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, but, I mean, the taxes you, are withdrawn from your check. But in some states, they also require you to file a return, especially if you think you want to get some of that back, if that's yeah. possible. Yeah. Right? No, I mean, Chris, and, and think about this. Most of these players now make probably 150 to, it sounds like, the 200,000 a game, meaning a week. Imagine what comes or like out. Or Mahomes makes out in about a minute. I mean, that would be bad scheduling. Well, Mike, you're going to play the Jets this year, then you're going to play the Giants, and then you're going to play the Jets again, and then you'll come back to Buffalo. <laughs> well, just think of, just think of, think of Mahomes. $50 million a year, oh. and he plays in New York one game a year. Right. But that's, that's 17 divided. That's $3 million bucks. That's right. Mm. Imagine the taxes. On that rate. That's a couple of millionaires <laughs> leaving New York. Because Patrick so, Mahomes playing one now, game in the now, city. Now, is he talking about just moving his residents or leaving no, the team no, as no, well? No, no, because it doesn't matter. Again, doesn't matter where you live, where you play is where you get taxed. And Poyer says, I'd love to go to a state that doesn't take half my money. Some people will say you've already making X amount of money, but taxes play a big part in all our lives. If it wasn't Buffalo, it'd be nice to be warm. It would be nice That's to right. see the sun maybe every week or so. <laughs> <laughs> he's, let me tell you, he's delivering a message to the Bills, I'm afraid. Oh, like, oh, I won't be back for spring ball. He yeah. says he wants to keep playing he did not say he wants to keep playing for the Bills. I know. Well, you I, mentioned when I read that, I'm thinking, boy, I think I got the answer to this one. Bye bye, America. He goes where he's, well, and he's actually a pretty good player, too. Yeah. He's got t teams in Texas, too the Cowboys yeah. sure. and the, the Houston, whatever they Chris, are. Chris, I hope and he's got California. the Tennessee Titans. He could play for the Tennessee Titans. Yes, he might be listening. You're, you're taking players from the Bills. Stop. <laughs> and it's nice in California, but forget the Taxes there. You don't want to go there. No, no. Oh, no, no. Forget that. You, that, you, that would be the worst of all. Uh, indeed. It would indeed it would. Yep. Uh, all right. So 
yesterday we told you about an Emerson poll that came out pretty much as we were doing right. the show. And uh, Mike gave you the results. So I'll just uh, go over them real quickly again. This is in a Republican primary, and they they put forward candidates that are being ballied, you know, ballied, bandied mm-hmm. about as they are probably going to run, um, even though only, of course, Trump and Nikki Haley have declared. You, you got Ami, it was, uh, Ramaswamy yeah. also, but uh, he did not show up in this poll. Um, this is the Emerson College poll. And like Reuters, it's a little bit more accurate, at least it has been historically over the last few cycles, uh, in a... Republican primary, Trump leads far and away, 55, DeSantis, 25, Pence, 8, Haley, 5. Then you had Christy Nome, Pompeo, Hogan, the former governor of, of uh, Maryland, and Chris Sununu, the former right. governor of, what was it, New Hampshire? Yeah, I, think. I see him on TV. And, and they all got it one, yeah. or slightly less than one. Someone who was not on this poll, but who was on the Fox poll, was which showed the the race a little bit closer right um was um who was the yahoo from wyoming you remember cheney oh yeah. cheney oh, oh Les cheney please, yeah so she doesn't even show up in this poll yeah so and i think this one's much more accurate right and of course you got the uh, cpac poll which is going to come out later this week because they'll take the straw poll see, yeah yeah guess who's not going to be at cpac this year though trump no, Trump's going to be there. He is. Okay. He, he, he ain't going to miss it. Nikki Haley going to be there. Don't a fellow me. by the name of Tim Scott, who's been thinking about, and he didn't show up in this one either, mm-hmm. who's thinking about running. He's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. But the other person who's not going to be there is, and you are going to get ready to say it. Ron DeSantis? That's Indeed. what I was saying. I know I'm really? thinking. I don't know if That's I should right. say that, but it's sounds... He's not going to CPAC. Okay. Uh, maybe he's mad because CPAC didn't come back to Florida. But, you know, he's also on now a book signing tour. He started his book signing tour today. Yeah. And I presume he might come here to Central Florida. I don't know. Uh, Barnes & Nobles used to do book signings all the time right, over there in Columbia Plaza. Sure. I don't know if they've even done any over the last, since the scamdemic. I, but... Guess what? If he does do a book signing in your town, don't go there wearing your Trump gear or they won't let you in. <laughs> no. That's Boy. what it was today. Really? I, I yes. thought you had to have a tough skin in politics. Oh, my God. Well, he himself said it was the silly season. I would, I would welcome all. You <laughs> now, know what I mean? We'll see yeah, what happens tomorrow at the book signing. But today, people who showed up with MAGA stuff on were told you either have to take it off or you can't go what in. What if you have a Shirt or a T-shirt or a hat that says Trump DeSantis. Is that enough? I don't know. Well, we have both those things. <laughs> I don't know. We can see, do that. See, but see, now, like, we'll just right go now, like this. See, I, I'm, I'm ready for him because right yeah. now, you see, I got my Trump 2024 right. cap on, but and if they say anything, I'm just, just going to do this. I'm going to flash him with this. <laughs> <laughs> he showed me his DeSantis. It says Florida yeah, Freedom. Ron DeSantis, yeah, you know, Florida, Florida Freedom, yeah, freedom, freedom Fighter. So there you both, go. Both can coexist. See, because I'm the both and guy. Yeah. We need both of these men. And I hope to God that that message is getting through. Yeah, I hope that wasn't a mistake where just it was the one place that they did it. And it could have been. It it, it may not have had anything to do with the store operator or something. It it may not have been the DeSantis people that did that. It could (laughs) have been maybe the bookstore people. That's what I mean. I hope it's not the DeSantis people. But it is kind of, you know. Uh, Geeky. I don't like it. uh, Petty, uh, for sure. I did see yesterday DeSantis was on Fox, I think it was, and they asked him about, you know, are you, you get upset? 
upset with Trump's good. And he said, you know, really, he said, which was the right answer. He said, you know, I'm running the state. I'm doing all these things. Yeah. I'm not going to spend time as if I'm in the primary right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. That's yep. a good enough answer. Yeah, yep. indeed it was. Indeed yep. it was. All right, when we come back from the break, Mike is going to be gone. He's going to a dinner for Tennessee volunteers tonight. always be Pittsburgh has his Panthers. You can have your Penn State shirt on. Rocky Top. I don't know if they would accept that when I walk in. All right, so Nasha Dennis will be going to move over into the host chair, so we'll still be here, and we're going to introduce you to Disney's new board. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm. once again, get those contest challenges for tomorrow night. We want you to put together an odd couple in an odd situation. <laughs> We're trying to oh beat the show naked and afraid, uh, right, so it's up the to idea. you. I don't we know, get the idea. Bad all images right. there, bad images. All right, we will be back with more of the American Adversaries radio reality TV show. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Janice Shepard because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape with their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices. Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerryzmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerryzmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax and Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that'll soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village to begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxandComfort.com. American Adversaries listeners, owner and chef Pasquale Barba of Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He has added a freezer near the checkout full of their freshly prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh-made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com at Patreon. 
Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699, and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 127 I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. It's official. Tijuana Flats now has carnitas. Yes! We're turning up the Tex-Mex flavors full blast with our new cranked-up carnitas. Try our new Queso Blanco Carnitas Chimichanga, the Chipotle Barbecue Pork Tacos topped with bacon and barbecue sauce, and the Spicy Habanero Carnitas Burrito. And try our new Dueling Queso Appetizer featuring new Queso Blanco. Order Carnitas now at TijuanaFlats.com. Once again, I love that country music. All right, so yesterday, Ron DeSantis, was it yesterday or the day before now? Yeah, it happened yesterday. Yeah, he signed into law the new transfer of power from the Reedy Creek District to the new, I forget, the, what's the name of the new one, the new district? Yeah, well, pull that up. It actually was late on uh, Tuesday, late on Monday, not on Tuesday. Yeah, and he... Uh, also announced and appoint, had already appointed and announced the new board members. Yes, it is the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. I like Reedy Creek. That's easier to remember. Yeah. Anytime <laughs> anyway. politicians talk about oversight, uh, you could take it either way. Yeah, so Central Florida Oversight, what is it again? District. Okay, yeah. Central Florida Oversight District. They're still going to call it Reedy Creek. Uh, okay, good. Informally. Uh, all right, well, because it's like I said, it's easier for me sure. to remember anyway. So there, the once again, the, the law did not change any of the particulars of the arrangement between the state and Reedy Creek and Disney, other than it did eliminate the option for uh, Reedy Disney to build a nuclear power plant and build their own airport. Wow, they were working on getting that nuclear thing going up with Mickey's ears right on top and yeah. smoke coming out. Through I the could f- hear that. That's, no, that would be steam, so. not smoke. Steam. Right, uh, steam. And but uh, other than that, uh, they let everything else was left in place. So what they did was once again they transferred power from Disney to the governor as to who can appoint the board. So the old board is gone, unless uh, some of the members uh, stayed over. I'll let Nostra Dennis tell us here. But, but the new board was appointed and now sits, and here is the introduction to the new board members. Yep, there are five new appointees, and I believe that is the entire board. Yeah. Um, they are all political donors and loyalists, and I was kind of bummed about that because I was going to volunteer to be a board member. I know a little bit about the area, 
know a little bit about the company, and I think I could have been good, but I didn't donate as much as these people to the DeSantis campaign. Mm -hmm. Let's go through them. Number one, Bridget Ziegler. She's a conservative education activist who was a major backer of what Politico still calls the don't say gay bill. It doesn't say gay in the don't say gay bill. <laughs> it's the don't expose our young children to sexuality bill. Anyway. Bridget Ziegler is a DeSantis-endorsed Sarasota County School Board member, and she co-founded a group called Moms for Liberty. They are a group that helps train and recruit conservatives to run for school boards, which mm -hmm. is crucial these days. Yeah. Her husband, Christian, was recently elected chair of the Republican Party of Florida. Yeah, the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida, and his wife sits now on the board. Okay, uh, number two. Number two and number three, in fact, uh, are going to be people we uh, should talk to Brian Blair about on Friday. One of them is Tampa attorney Martin Garcia. He runs an investment firm, Pine Hill Capital Partners, which gave DeSantis PAC $50,000 in the last election. Uh, another, also, Brian He, Ongst, by the way, is the chairman, the chairman of the board, I believe. Yes, that is correct. Yep. DeSantis also appointed Brian Ongst, Jr. He is a prominent Pinellas County Republican attorney. DeSantis had named him to the Sixth Circuit Judicial Nominating Commission. The last two are locals here in Orlando. Mike Sasso is a Winter Park attorney. DeSantis has appointed to a handful of boards over the years. And another one named Ron Perry, P-E-R-I. He's an Orlando area businessman who runs a group called The Gathering. It is a ministry focused on discipleship and outreach to men. Predictably, Anna Eskamani jumped up and said, this is absolutely wild. They're just like giving away. They're selling positions on the board and it's so, it's so corrupt. What can you say? Well, uh, she makes a point. And I'm not saying that this is a bad board. I mean, the, the people sound very qualified. Uh, I do like the lady who started Moms for Liberty being on there, even though her husband is the Republican Party chairman of Florida. Mm -hmm. But this will lend itself to accusations like Anna Eskimani is making. Yeah. And, by the way, future governors will, I guarantee you, this will be a point of leverage for donations. Yep. It's like it's like taking the uh, um, oh uh, from Nevada. Who's the senator from Nevada who instituted the rule that uh, they've been trying to get rid of? Uh, Harry Reid. Reid. Yeah, the Reid rule. Yeah. Right. S yeah. So like if you if you change it, it's going to come back to bite you when the other side takes power. Right. And that had to do with the Supreme Court justices uh, requiring a supermajority and now not, and they changed the Democrats changed that, but the. Uh, but so, like I said, this board, we're probably going to be happy with. But I guarantee you the left is not going to be happy with it. And they're going to seek to change it. And that, once again, is going to make, make this now another political agency, a political institution. And it will be uh, driven by politics. And I don't think it's going to change the culture inside the parks or in the boardroom of the Disney Corporation. No. Uh, it, it, and they can't do that. Uh, what they can do is raise the taxes on Disney, make life a little bit harder for Disney in Central Florida. But they cannot. This is not a corporate board where they can order Disney to do this or that. That, that Disney still has their own independent corporate board, which runs Disney. It is going to affect. And what's the, his name is the the chairman, right? What, Bob Iger. Iger, right? Yeah. It is though going to affect the infrastructure in and around the theme parks here in Florida, and what it's going to mean is if a road needs to be repaired. 
Disney will not send its own road crew out to do it. It's going to be up to the state and the counties to do it just like they would with any other road. So it remains to be seen whether that, that means the roads around the parks are going to end up getting better right. or sliding down in quality. Yeah. As oftentimes happens in politics with government solutions, you may solve one problem, but you more often than not create a whole nother one in the process. Or multiple ones. Exactly. And I'm afraid that's what has happened in this case. Like I said, right now, everything's fine and dandy and roses, right? Because we got a Republican governor and he appointed the people that we like. But what's going to happen when we finally get a Democrat governor again, and eventually it will happen, uh, and, and they appoint people and, and we don't like it, and they begin to make big changes, right? Uh, like I said, this 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 is... Uh, it's typical in politics. Let's just leave it at that. Alfred, thank you for calling. How are you doing out there tonight? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, let me ask you a question before we go, you go to the break. Um, it's, re, it's regarding the, the contest. When they say couple, a couple, is it couple, woman, and male or female, or can it be male and male, female and female? No, this is, this is it's similar to Mike was using the example of naked and afraid, and we're not trying to put naked people together and, <laughs> you know, in no, some no, situation no, no. like that. But the point being is that they're strangers, that you put two yeah, strangers yeah, together. Too unlikely. So it could be either. Right. It could we're, be anything. we're not talking about Joe and Jill Biden, maybe Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, or Joe Biden and... Ron DeSantis. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. It's yeah. you know, completely, completely different couple. Uh, absolutely. I'm saying it, it uh, doesn't have to be male and female. It could be male and male, female or female. It right. could be it's any not, other 57 genders. It, oh, wait, I mean, there's two. <laughs> that's right. See, if it sure. were me, I would pick two people that can't stand one another exactly. and put them in a situation... Yep. That would be funny. Joy Behar and yep. Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> well, there you go. They had offices next to each other when I worked there in New York. Right. So once again, funny, clever, and clean wins the day. Sure. Right? Sure. So once All again, right. that's why I had Jeff play the odd couple. Because yeah. once again, to me, you know, well, putting two show. people of the same feather together, okay, yeah. And, and then, then you have to rely on the situation to make it funny, right? Exactly. But, but exactly. to put two people together that hate one another's guts Every day is and a laugh put riot. them in a situation, there we go. and then you got a winner, okay? All right. All right. All right. So, God bless you. Have a good day. Have okay. Good show. Right. I look Thanks. forward to hearing your entry tomorrow Let's night. Let's see what I get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just breaking my head to hear my brain see what I get. There you oh, go. Goodness. All right. Very hey, good. Hey, why didn't they put, when they put you or, or, or Nostradamus on that board? You know, well, I think I would be a well, great it's, board member. It's like Dennis said, we, we just did uh, pony up enough. Yeah, we spend all our time and effort on the American adversary. That's now right. we're going yeah. to have unintended consequences. I think this board is going to do just fine. Future boards, yeah. I have no yeah. confidence in. Zip, zero, yeah. nada. Mm -hmm. right. Unintended consequences in the future. That's Absolutely. exactly right. Oh. Yep. Yep. All right. God bless. Take care. You got it. All right. Uh, okay. When we come back from the break, we got some more news to get to as well. And and there's more to that Emerson poll as well, ladies and gentlemen. We just gave you the Republican primary. There's also uh, some poll results having to do with Joe Biden and his 
prospects to run again and what the party, his Democrat party, thinks of him. And I think you're going to be surprised considering what we have heard elsewhere from polling and a Trump versus Biden head to head matchup. We got that for you as well. All right, so stick around for more of the American adversaries. And once again, spread the word to your pastors. And if you are a pastor out there listening, you are definitely invited to play in the Pastors Masters Golf Tournament. Round the golf for free. Absolutely. And it's fun. And it's not free. It's a slight charge this year. Okay. Okay, okay. it's a registration fee. Um, And it will go to charity. But uh, you can find out all the details, and it's right there at the AnswerOrlando.com website. And, yes, Mike will be playing. And I'll be out there hitting. I don't really call it playing (laughs) golf, but uh, I swing the club anyway. We'll be right back. January 20th, 2017 will be remembered as the day the people became the rulers of this nation again. We assembled here today are issuing a new decree to be heard in every city, in every foreign capital, and in every hall of power. From this day forward, a new vision will govern our land. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. We do not seek to impose our way of life on anyone, but rather to let it shine as an example. We will shine for everyone to follow. There should be no fear. We are protected and we will always be protected. We will be protected by the great men and women of our military and law enforcement. And most importantly, we will be protected by God. We stand at the birth of a little millennium, ready to unlock the mysteries of space, to free the earth from the miseries of disease, and to harness the energies, industries, and technologies of tomorrow. A new national pride will stir ourselves, lift our sights, and heal our divisions. Your voice, your hopes, and your dreams will define our American destiny. Together, we will make America strong again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Let's go see the Welcome to our number two of the American Adversaries Drive Time Prime Time Radio Reality TV Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, we appreciate you folks out there who are watching on our Rumble channel. That's American Adversaries. And, of course, on WACX-TV. That's 
the Super Channel, 55.7 on your antenna remote. And if you're watching, you just saw Nostradamus waving at the cameras. I am Christopher Hart. We are in the Relaxing Comfort Studio. I am on the crystal clear Thompson Jewelers Diamond Microphone. Jeff Sennis is on the bridge. And in a little bit, we're going to get back to that Emerson poll. I got some more poll numbers for you. And the Lori Lightfoot uh, election last night, where she was defeated pretty soundly. We'll it was get... a rejection. It was not an election. <laughs> there you go. We'll get to that as well. Uh, but first, I want to uh, welcome back to the show one of our state senators. He has filed a new bill, and I must admit, it's a novel one to me. I've never seen one exactly like this. So I'd like to welcome back to the show Blaze Senator Blaze Angolia. Senator Angolia, thanks for being with us again. My pleasure. So tell us, what is Senate Bill 1248? And then we'll get to why you're you're filing this. Sure. Senate Bill 128 Oh, I'm sorry, 128. uh, 128, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it it is um, what's called, what we're calling the Ultimate Cancel Act. And basically what it says is that the state, the Division of Elections, Secretary of State, shall immediately decertify any political party that has advocated for slavery or the expansion of slavery in their uh, party platform. Hmm. So uh, that's basically what it says. Now, um, the Democrat Party was the only party to advocate for slavery, and they put it directly into their party platforms in the late 1800s. And um, it's important, and we're calling it the Ultimate Cancel Act, because, you know, I started getting tired of leftists leftist Democrats um, canceling people, things, and places um, like uh, monuments and statutes, taking down statutes, renaming buildings for things that the person had done hundreds of years ago. And a lot of that was tied to slavery. Um, So under those same metric, under those same guidelines, it seems only fair to dance to cancel the Democrat Party itself because they advocated for slavery also. Well, I was going to ask you, so this would be retroactive. In other words, this isn't for a party that would do this now going forward. This would be for any party that's done this at any time in history, and that would include, of course, the Democrat Party. So if you... Well, let me let me put it this way: uh, Is this just sort of meant to be an act of retribution? Uh, you're making a statement here. What's the intent? No, look, it's it's it, the intent is to get people to understand that uh, cancel culture is hypocrisy. It's nothing but hypocrisy run amok. Cancel culture is it, it dictates right. The rules of cancel culture dictate that. No matter what you have done recently, right, the only thing that matters is if you've done something in the past and you have to pay for the evils and the sins of the past, of yesteryear, today by virtue of being canceled. Well, the sins of yesteryear uh, for the Democrat Party was their delegates actually going to the convention um, and voting it and putting it into their official party platform. So... Don't be hypocritical, leftist Democrats. If you want to cancel uh, a statue of Thomas Jefferson, then you have to cancel your own Democrat Party as well. Uh, this does this have the governor's support? Actually, I haven't spoke. I haven't spoken to the governor about it. Um, uh, I don't know where he he stands on it. 
But look, I think this is something that needs to be. Look, there are probably, I would guess, hundreds of thousands of Democrats in the state of Florida that have no idea, no idea that their party was the party of slavery. Um, um, and, and I think it's important for them to know that. So this is shedding light on it, starting a really good conversation about um, who actually pushed for um, civil rights, who pushed for the 13th Amendment, and who didn't, because we know that Republicans did. And just think about it this way. Every time when Republicans Republican parties have a dinner, a fundraising dinner, it's usually a Reagan Day dinner or a Lincoln Day dinner. But when Democrats raise money, they have it under the Jefferson Jackson dinner. So they're canceling people on one hand, but then they're raising money <laughs> under the guise of Jefferson Jackson on the other hand. They're nothing but hypocrites. Look, the, the Democrat Party, if this were to go through, there would be no more Democrats. They would all be switched to NPA, non, uh, non-party affiliated voters, and they would have to pick a new party. Or the Democrat Party would actually have to change its name. And I have the perfect name for them. The hypocrites. <laughs> there you go. That's what they are. They're just a, they're nothing but a bunch of hypocrites. Senator Angolia, Nostra Dennis here. I'm wondering if this bill has any co-sponsors yet in the Senate. No, no co-sponsors yet. But you know what would be really interesting? I would love for this bill to get a bunch of committee hearings because I would love to see Democrats vote against a bill that's trying to um, uh, denounce and, and call a slavery and abhorrent act. Just think about that. A Democrat is going to sit there. How, how would they actually vote on this bill? That would mm-hmm. be really interesting. They would be voting against their own party in the acknowledgement. And speaking of the acknowledgement, Nikki Freed, the new chair of the Democrat Party, God bless her because she has a very, very tough road ahead of her because that whole party is just in, in shambles. Uh, she comes out with a statement uh, uh, this morning, I believe, basically um, um, admitting that slavery was adopted in the Democrat Party platform, that they're all running under the banner of slavery. Well, It's amazing to me. I, I like the fact that you're, you're bringing this into the focus of, you know, the conversation here and sort of putting the Democrats on the spot. But to be honest with you, this is something that Democrats could get away with doing because they've got party, you know, in lockstep. And they do it all the time. To, to Dennis's point, I mean, for this to be really effective, you're going to need some support within the Republican Party. Do you think it's going to be there? I will tell you that the support within the Republican Party has been overwhelming um, uh, on the idea that we're actually shining light on this and, and we're actually pushing back on, on this narrative. I would also tell you that I have had conversations with some black um, members of the Florida legislature, personal conversations. I talked to them on the phone yesterday and today, yeah. who actually agree with this also because they do understand the history of their own party that has been glossed over by current Democrats in the media because they do not want the story to be told. Okay, just to be clear, you would not be outlawing Democrat politicians per se. They could still run, but it would have to be under a yeah. different party label, a different party name. They could run under the hypocrites, just like I said. <laughs> or, sure. or, or whatever they call or it. Or whatever they would come up with, I'm sure, yes. You know, Senator, this whole thing reminds, this whole woke hindsight thing, you know, going back and taking um, today's standards of some and applying it to the past. Roald Dahl, the guy who wrote James and the Giant Peach, is uh, having his novels rewritten so that 
They don't offend people. And this reminds me of a kid named Sean Newcomb. He was a pitcher for the Atlanta Braves about five years ago. He was in the middle of pitching a no-hitter for the Braves. And in the middle of the game, people were scrolling back over his Twitter feed and found some things that looked racist, homophobic, and sexist that he tweeted as a teenager. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. It is. But see, that's the point. That's the point I'm trying to make, right? And actually, I sort of baited the Democrats into a conversation on Twitter. The uh, Florida House Democrats, I had this conversation back and forth on Twitter. You can check it, where they actually said, but this happened over 250 years ago. We've evolved. We've done this. Well, I'm like, wait a minute. Are you saying that it doesn't matter what you do today? That it ma- I'm sorry, you're saying that it matters what you do today? Uh, that 250 years ago didn't mean anything? So even in their responses, they're being hypocritical. Uh, well, I, because, I, and, please, go yeah, ahead. Sir. I'm sorry, finish. Finish your thought. No, no, no. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, well, I was going to say this. Once again, this is what I love about this, is that it puts the Democrats in a tricky position. And I hope that it moves forward with some steam anyway, just as you say, to kind of, you know, get the Democrats having to respond to this, because they have been able to hide behind ignorance about their party's history. Uh, Not just, of course, you know, with slavery, but also with the Ku Klux Klan, for heaven's sake. So yeah, but it's not only that. I mean, if you go to the Civil Rights Act for 64 and 65, 70% 70% of the Republicans actually voted to pass that piece of legislation, 60% of the Democrats. And when I have conversations, especially with um, uh, people in like their late 30s and, and 40s who will remember Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton's presidency, I ask him a question. I go, you know, do you know who stood up and actually filibustered? He actually one of the leading filibusters who orchestrated the filibuster of the 1965 Civil Rights Act. It was Al Gore Sr. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. when people saying that the racism rooted in within the Democrat Party, um, um, you know, stopped years ago, that's not true. No. Well, Biden, just, you just have to look for it. You can find instances where Biden, you remember, he didn't want to desegregate because it would create a jungle and his kids would have to go to a yeah, jungle. That's that, what he said. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, he was friends also with uh, Robert, uh, what was his? Bird. Bird. Robert Bird. KKK yeah. Robert Klansman. Bird. Yeah, absolutely. Who, right. who was a grand cyclops or How whatever they call it. Senator, back just one month ago, New York City's Natural History Museum took down a Theodore Roosevelt statue. <laughs> Do they not know that Theodore Roosevelt was was the one who invented the Progressive Party? <laughs> he was indeed. I, I got one better for you. About six months ago, I don't remember where it was, but about six months ago, <laughs> somebody commissioned a um, uh, a city council to remove a memorial of Abraham Lincoln because they thought that he was tied to the slave trade. I'm like, you guys really have no idea. And then look, that's the sad part is that, you know, a lot of people don't look back. They don't look at the history. They don't understand the history. How do you know where you are today? If you don't know where you were in the past. And once again, that's what I love about this bill is it helps to educate people to some important facts. Is there some place where people can go read the text of it? And if they want to help you push this through, how can they do that? So all you got to do is just go on the Florida web, uh, the Florida Senate website. You can pull up my name and there's a list of all the bills that I am carrying. And you'll see it's right there. It's an act relating to political parties. And you can pull up the language. It's a simple two page bill. 
But this two-page bill, Chris, is making liberals and Democrats go nuts across <laughs> the whole United States. It's yeah. gaining national attention, and people are finally starting to see the Democrat Party for what they are. It's holding up a mirror to them, and they have two choices. Yeah. Either look at it and go, hmm, or try to break the mirror. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, Senator Angolia, thanks for being with us today, and good luck with this. Once again, I love it. My pleasure, guys. You take care. Thank okay. You we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. So once again, that's Senate Bill 128. 128. And once again, you can go to the state Senate website there and find that bill and others that he is sponsoring or filing as well. And, uh, you know, uh, its chances of actually making it through, I don't know. I'm not going to predict that. But let's give it some life while it's there. Because once again, it's bringing to the forefront things that people should know that have been kept hidden from them. So I'm all for it. All right, when we come back, I'll give you some more of those Emerson poll numbers. We'll talk a little bit about the election in Chicago. And then uh, we got some other stuff we're going to get to as well, including the Smithsonian and what they're doing now along these lines, right? All right, so we got all that right here tonight on the American Adversaries radio show. And then after us, of course, you got um, Prosperity Principles tonight. It's Wednesday. And then Charlie Kirk and Officer Tatum after that. And, of course, our contest contest challenge for tomorrow night, put two people together, politicians or celebrities or whatever, and put them in an odd situation. And for 21 days, they'll have to survive together. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Join us for the 38th annual Central Florida All-British Car Show at Henry's Depot, 212 West 1st Street in Sanford, on April 1st from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come see nearly 200 classic British cars, visit our vendors, and have lunch at Henry Depot's fabulous food court. Exhibitors and vendors can arrive for the show at 8 a.m., and trophies will be awarded at 3. Registrations can be done at our website at BritishCarClubOfCentralFlorida.com. It's free to the public with free parking, and it's a great day of family fun. Don't forget to join us Friday night, March 31st at 5.30 at the Post Time Lounge in Castleberry for our annual pre-show meet and greet. Make it a weekend of fun at the Central Florida All-British Car Show. Hey, Central Florida, Dave Ramsey here. When you need advice on your taxes and want to work with someone who has the heart of a teacher, you need to see Larry Herring CPA. He's one of our tax-endorsed local providers, and he's ready to talk with you about all your income tax needs. Larry Herring will help you manage your taxes just like any other expense. Take it from me, Larry is your guy. 407-647-7777 or at herringcpa.com. Network Sound and Video. Are you moving, downsizing, cleaning, or consolidating your garage, attic, storage unit? You'll probably find some pretty valuable family archives like 8mm film, videotapes, photos, slides, records, and cassettes. Well, now is the perfect time to have us transfer your family memories to new digital formats. Share your treasures with family, friends, classmates, business associates, and military buddies. Call or visit Network Sound and Video, 407-834-8555. 407-834-8555. Tuesday, here Tuesday. Looking for your lost cat? No, I'm looking for Tuesday. What? Tijuana Flats has two tacos, chips, and a drink for just $6.99 every Tuesday. Tijuana Tuesdays? Yes, have you seen it? Tijuana Tuesdays, every Tuesday at Tijuana Flats. 
Have you heard the great news, folks? The Supreme Car Detailing Superstores have added a third location to better serve you. The new location is at Candace Drive in 1792 in Maitland. As with their other locations at 510 North State Road 434 and at South Orange Avenue and Sand Lake Road, this new detailing superstore is stocked with all the cleaning products and tools you need for any cleaning task for your cars, trucks, RVs, boats, homes, and businesses. At this new location, you can also test your driving skills on a state-of-the-art simulator. You won't believe how real the experience is. To clean better with less effort, go to the Supreme Car Detailing Superstores. They're open from 10 to 6, 7 days a week. Or you can order online at dasuperstore.com. That's dasuperstore.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Answer traffic westbound I-4 going slow around Lake Mary, around Colonial, and from Kirkman to US-27. Eastbound I-4 slow from World Drive to Lee and around West 1st Street. Slowdowns on the 429 both ways around the turnpike southbound into I-4. Your latest answer traffic, I'm Dave Dorico. What do you get when you play a country music song backwards? What's that? You get your car back, you get your dog back, <laughs> you get your truck back, you get your wife back. All right. All right, that is Nostradamus. I'm Christopher Hart. So let's go back for a moment to this Emerson poll that came out yesterday. Much of the focus has been on the Republican primary part of it because it shows Donald Trump with a massive lead. And typical of the lead that he's had in the past two CPAC polls over the last couple of years. And what I anticipate he'll have this weekend as well. But it also had a head-to-head matchup with Trump against Biden. And in that matchup, Trump wins 46-42, to 42, outside the margin of error. And a someone else category got 7%, and undecided got 5%. Two things trouble me, that 5% of the people can't figure out which one is better, Trump or Biden, and that 42% think Biden's better than Trump. As I That's keep, scary. As I keep saying, politics is like professional wrestling, and each side is going to start with 40 to 42%, and then it's all about who else they can get to come on board after that. Perhaps, however, the, the, the most surprising thing about this poll had to do with the Democrats thinking of... Joe Biden, because we've been told by people on Fox and others, I think we might have even repeated some of this, that the vast majority of Democrats do not want Joe Biden to run again. Well, according to this Emerson poll, don't listen to the other ones, because according to this poll, 71 percent of Democrats said Biden should carry the party's banner in the election next year, up from 58% last month. So his numbers, like Trump's, are improving. And But get this, and this is probably, to me, the most unnerving part of this poll, is which age group likes Biden the most. Would you like to take a guess, Nostradamus? I'm looking at the numbers right now, so I'm cheating, but it's... 
people that are in the age group I'm about to enter. No. 65 and older. No. As a matter of fact, he gets his highest support from 18 to 34 Ooh. years oh, old. Oh, my goodness. With yeah. 85% of the group saying he should run again. Well, they don't have a lot of past experience. Mm. All they know is... Biden as president. I would say there's probably two things that figure heavily into that category. One of them was argued at the Supreme Court yesterday, the student loan thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. The other one, the abortion issue. That is going to be major amongst that age group next year, just like it was last year. And that, I do believe, contributes heavily to why Joe Biden is so popular amongst the youngest voters. 18 to 34-year-old Democrats, he has 85% support. And then um, for 35 to 49, it goes down to 72%. 50 to 64, it's 61%. And then it goes back up. It goes back up uh, after you get over 65. 67% of retirees. That's retirees right. Retirees yeah. who see what he is doing with well, the Treasury of the United States. Yeah, but you know, it's the same generation. They don't want to feel like they're old either. So, <laughs> oh, please. You're comparing yourself to Joe Biden? So no, it's no. looking ever more like it's going to be Trump v. Biden, too. It's going to be a rematch. And if it were to be held today, Trump would win going away. Kamala Harris is not happy about this. No. Pete Buttigieg is not happy about no. this. Jill Biden is ecstatic about this. <laughs> no doubt she is. And and I dare say the media will be as well. Uh, even though they he does they are trying to temper their enthusiasm excuse me their enthusiasm right reasons those enth their enthusiasm for him um, but nonetheless with this kind of support amongst the Democrat base he's got the nomination locked up and the same goes for Donald Trump now once again a lot can happen in a year or so in it, politics it's right? an eternity a, a week is an eternity yeah. in politics so uh, but at this glimpse of things at this moment in time uh, that's where we stand and I think these poll numbers are pretty accurate once again they re they they also reflect or they're very similar to Rasmussen poll numbers we had what several weeks ago which showed Trump winning in a head-to-head -head and well ahead in the Republican primary but what it didn't tell us was how well Biden is doing amongst Democrats. Do not count him out. Do not underestimate him. Don't do it. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Emergency workers are searching late into the night for survivors and bodies after a passenger train and a freight train crashed head-on in central Greece. The collision just before midnight Tuesday killed at least 43 people and injured scores. It was the country's deadliest rail crash on record. U.S. intelligence agencies say they cannot link a foreign adversary to any of the incidents associated with so-called Havana syndrome, the hundreds of cases of brain injuries and other symptoms reported by American personnel around the world. The findings released Wednesday by U.S. intelligence officials cast doubt on the long-standing suspicions by many people who reported cases that Russia or another country may have been running a global campaign to harass 
or attack Americans using some form of directed energy. On Wall Street, the drop by five points. This is SRN News. AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Call me and I'll do the rest. I'm Abby Greenberg with the Golden Group at Compass, the number one brokerage in the country. It's a seller's market and there's no better time to list your house. I'll get it sold and get you the greatest return on your real estate investment. Need to make renovations first? Through Compass Concierge, we'll cover the renovation costs up front and sell your house for top dollar. I'm Abby Greenberg and you can sell your home with ease with the Golden Group. 407-484-2689. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're like me, you're probably spending more time in your vehicles. So it's more important than ever that we can rely on them. That's why if you have a Mercedes-Benz, you need to know Jerry and Jana Shepard. Because you can rely on Jerry's MB to keep your Mercedes in tip-top shape without leaving your budget out of shape. With their state-of-the-art facilities, factory-trained techs, decades of experience, and reasonable prices, Jerry's MB is your dealership alternative. Jerry's MB is located just off Alafaya Trail, just north of UCF. Give them a call at 407-366-6499 or visit them at jerrysmb.com. Remember, they're your dealership alternative. jerrysmb.com, 407-366-6499. Folks, if you've been longing for some good news, I've got some. Relax and Comfort will soon be celebrating a re-grand opening at a new location just around the corner from their present one. Winter Park Village has been undergoing major renovations that will soon be completed, making your outings there even more enjoyable. Better yet, you don't have to wait until then to get great deals on smart, fully adjustable beds, massage chairs, zero-gravity chairs, and, of course, X chairs. So visit Don and Jackie at Relax and Comfort in the Winter Park Village begin the most relaxing time of your life. Call 407-628-5657 and visit RelaxAndComfort.com. Welcome to the American Adversaries. Drive time, the titans of talk radio on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The Answer, online at TheAnswerOrlando.com, AmericanAdversaries.com, streaming on Rumble, and a special welcome to Super Channel WACX Antenna TV viewers. On 55.7. Now, let's join the action. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. I was born by God's dear grace in an extraordinary place where the stars and stripes and the eagle fly. We're back, and we're live, and we thank you for being there for the American Adversaries Radio Reality TV Show. you got Nostra Dennis and myself, Christopher Hart, in the Relax and Comfort Studio. Jeff Sinis is on the bridge, and Mike has departed to address some Tennessee volunteers tonight, ladies and gentlemen. They're not getting paid? They're just volunteering? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, of course, he'll be back tomorrow night for a contest Thursday. But now, of course, it is time to visit with the spokesperson, the spokesman for the Florida Citizens Alliance. And, of course, I'm talking about Pastor Rick Stevens, who's getting ready for their big gala coming up, what, just a week or two, isn't it, Pastor Stevens? Yes, it's coming up one week from tonight. In fact, about this time next Wednesday, we'll be right in the thick of it. So the time is now. Are there, come. Are there any tickets left? Oh, yeah. We, we'd still be glad to welcome anybody that wants to come. If you have any trouble with the online stuff, because at some point we have to give a final number to the to the uh, hotel, you, 
you can contact us through the website, send us an email. We'll do everything we can to get you there. I don't want people to worry about that. But buy the tickets sooner than later. Make it easy for everyone. So, yeah, yeah we'd love to have you. Good. The tickets at goflca.org or goflca.com. Give us the particulars. Uh, where is it going to be? Who's going to be the keynote speaker? Because I believe you said the keynote speaker would be a guy by the name of Newt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Speaker Gingrich is going to be the keynote speaker. We were really quite amazed that we could get him to come. Uh, it, it was just, uh, we, we called it providential the way it worked out. It was just kind of one of those things, and uh, he agreed to come. We think he's a, a huge add to an event like this because, as, as people are aware, things have been going on in this country on lots of levels, and he's had experience with that. We saw a change in the House makeup and a change of party running things and the speaker battle, and I'm sure he has perspective on that because he's been through that sort of thing. We know there are lots of things going on in the world, like the, all the talk about Ukraine and what's going on there. And the thing about somebody like Newt Gingrich is he knows what's going on in ways that none of us really can because we just don't have access to the information. And, of course, the media reports only give us pretty surface understandings of that. So one of the great things about hearing someone like him in person is that you always hear things that you don't hear anyplace else, and you always have the opportunity to get an inside perspective and a much more I resist using the word nuanced because everybody uses it, but I would say a much more insightful perspective on what's going on. He will probably tell us things we would never have imagined thinking about. And if that isn't enough, education stuff is popping up all over the country. I mean, parents are running up against problems. School officials are pushing back against parents. And he's been right in the middle of all of that because he's he's been an educator for a long time. He He's a history guy, so yep. I can hardly imagine what we'll hear from him in terms of what's going on in the in the larger world out there that we wouldn't necessarily ever have the opportunity to hear. So I'm yep. pretty excited to see what he's got to say. Yeah, prior to him getting involved in politics, he was a history teacher at school, and then he was also, for a time, a radio talk show guy. Wow. <laughs> and he survived well, you that. Can't beat that. No, no. As a matter of fact, he told us at a book signing one time when we first started this show, we told him about it. He said, Oh, man, I was a radio guy, and that was the hardest I ever worked in my life. <laughs> it's a labor of love, though. Uh, well, it sounds like an exciting evening. It's one week from tonight. You can still get your tickets at. GoFLCA.org, GoFLCA.com. They have individual tickets. You can still buy tables, uh, sponsored tables, that sort of thing. And it's a, a one in, once a year event, and they really do know how to throw a gala, gala down there. So GoFLCA. It'll be at the Ritz Carlton, too. If people haven't been to, to the Ritz, uh, they have a fantastic facility. It's the Tiburon version of the Ritz, which is the golf resort. The, the uh, the one on the Gulf of Mexico is being renovated because it had hurricane damage. So we're out at the Ritz-Carlton where the golf course is, and it's a beautiful spot. I mean, it's really impressive, and people will have a great time. The, me- the meal, we've had people sampling the, the food to make sure it's going to be up to snuff, and, and they, they've approved the menu. Uh, I think people are going to be thrilled with it. Pastor Rick Nuster, Dennis here, wondering, we talked earlier in the show about um, uh, DeSantis naming uh, a board of five to the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. One name that popped out uh, for me was Bridget Ziegler. Wondering if uh, you know her and if you can give us your impressions of her, if you do. 
I, I have not personally met with her, but our team has, and our impressions are positive. She seems to be headed in the right direction in terms of her service on the school board there in Sarasota. And, and we are very intrigued at what might happen in Sarasota because of her influence. So, yeah, that, that was a very good choice. It was interesting that he chose her for that board, but I think she's up to the task from every, every conversation we've had with her and all the reports that come back very favorable to support her for that. So I think it's great. All right. Speaking of Tallahassee stuff, what's the latest on the ESA bills and anything else going on right now in the legislature? Well, there's a lot going on. There always is. As far as HB1, which is the ESA bill you referenced, it has now passed two committees. Its final committee stopped in the House before it goes to the floor is the full education committee. That, as far as I know, has not been scheduled. Sometimes we find out the schedules late in the week, even on Friday. So it's possible it could be scheduled next week. Uh, we're not really sure that that's going to happen. It has been amended to make some improvements that we've been advocating for. So they, they amended it to, to take away the mandatory check-in with a choice navigator. That becomes an option now, a service that's available if parents need it or want to use it but they're not required to do that to maintain their scholarship. There are a couple of other things that we continue to work on that we'd like them to, to adjust. We've talked about this in terms of the testing. We'd like them to change the testing requirement for homeschool families because that hasn't been necessary in the past. We don't know why it is now. Our suspicion is they just want the data to compare how homeschool families do compared to private school students and public school students. And everybody wants data these days. We just don't think that's the best way to get it and that there are less intrusive ways to do it and, and ways that don't control the homeschool families as much as a mandatory test does. There's been some other concerns that have popped up relative to who gets to decide what qualifies for purchase under the education savings account. For example, is, is there going to be an approved list of curriculum? Is it going to include some religious liberty statement so that that parents who are concerned about the religious education of their children will be able to purchase curricula that meet their needs and that have a, a specific godly and biblical perspective. It would be a grave tragedy if, if it turned out that religious liberty isn't protected. So we're not quite sure where that's going. Some other people have been talking to the legislators about that. We, we overall, we, we're pleased with the trajectory that it's taking. We're not convinced we're going to get every change that we want. In fact, we were told that straight up by the House bill sponsor. But, you know, it's not over till it's over, and there are a lot of people that are very concerned about these things. And we don't think this any of our improvements would damage the bill at all. We think it just makes it better for all Floridians. And if that's the goal, then we, we hope that the legislature will hear that. Now, there is a Senate companion to it. I'm not sure if the last time we spoke whether that bill had been filed. It had just been. It, it, been. it had just been. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Then it's been filed, and it has cleared its first committee. And so we we think, you know, you, uh, you can't say this definitively, but we think that what's going to happen is the Senate will ultimately adopt whatever the House passes. And the reason we think that is because it's HB1, which means it's Speaker Renner's prime priority. So we think that the Senate will likely agree to, 
the bill that the House passes, they'll send it over to the Senate. The Senate will probably just adopt it. But they have to have a companion bill because that's the way the legislative process works. In order to advance legislation, it really needs to be present in both chambers. So uh, that's all good. We think that's headed in the right direction. And and I, 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 I almost laughed out loud. I mean, I told a few of my friends yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, we got word that another bill had been filed in the House, HB 1223. And what that bill does is just quite remarkable. Uh, and it's, your head explodes with why this is necessary, but you understand that it is. But what this bill does is it says when you're born, you're either born a boy or a girl, and that doesn't change. And so they're writing legislation to say that. And then they go on to say, and in Florida schools, any school that's, that's operating under the Constitution and laws of Florida has to agree that when you're born a boy, you stay a boy. When you're born a girl, you stay a girl. And that you can't be expected or no one can be required to use a pronoun of your choice. The language works so that you're a boy or a girl, and that's the way it needs to work. And, and some of us kind of look at that, and, we, and, and you know, I, I had to laugh out loud in one sense. But on the other sense, I guess we have to do this because people are losing their minds not realizing that boys are boys and girls are girls. We but have to spell this out for you. Stepping up. Yeah. We have to spell. You know, Mr. Rogers sang a whole song about that. <laughs> he sure it did. It seemed pretty simple when he did that. <laughs> it sure was, and it still is, and it's amazing. Yeah. But hey, go for it. Now the the session it's the formal session starts in like a week or two, doesn't it? Just it starts uh, this month. Yeah, I believe it's next Tuesday. Let me double check my calendar here, but I think that's right. Yeah, that's next what, Tuesday the legislative legislative session starts. So yep. the clock is ticking for things to get done at that point. And so once again, it's more imperative than ever that uh, you help out the Florida Citizens Alliance. Once again, you can go to goflca.org. You can sign up there for alerts and be a you know an activist here. You can also make donations there and also get tickets for their gala one week from tonight there. So all of that at goflca.org or goflca.com. And, I, and I'm glad you mentioned that, signing up for action alerts. This is shaping up to be a very consequential legislative session yep. for education. And so we will be sending action alerts out. And if people want their voice to be heard, the legislature knows the Florida Citizens Alliance. We have built a reputation, and they understand that we're trying to do the best for the kids. And if you want your voice to be heard, sign up for our alerts. And then respond and let your voice be heard with the legislature. It's a simple process. We'd welcome your participation. All right. And once again, get your tickets for the gala. GoFLCA.org. And Newt Gingrich will be the keynote speaker. And, of course, you'll be able to meet Pastor Stevens and Rick Flaw and the whole Florida Citizens Alliance team. And you guys are doing great work, and we appreciate you so very much, Pastor Stevens. Well, thank you. We appreciate your support. And uh, the opportunity to talk with you like this, it really helps get the word out, and we appreciate that a lot. All right. Team effort. Team effort. Well, have a great week, and we look forward to next time we speak, you telling us all about the gala and the progress. Oh, yeah, we'll have a lot to tell then, that's for sure. And the progress being made in the legislature. Thanks so much, and enjoy yourself. We'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you.
All right. Once again, that's goflca.org or goflca.com. And if you can't make the gala, you can still make contributions. You can still be a member of the team. So please do. And now is the time right now. And we'll take a break and come right back. And we got some more news to get to. So stay with us, please. Is it just me or is this two hours just flying by? It always does. We'll be right back. AM 950 and FM 94.9, the answer. American Adversaries listeners, owner and Pasquale Cafe Positano's has made dining in almost as good as dining out. He added a freezer near the checkout full of their fresh prepared signature dishes with ingredients imported from Italy ready for your oven. Wonderful soups, desserts, pizza, pasta dishes, and my favorite, chicken marsala. Or you can make your own recipes with their fantastic marinara and tomato sauces. This is the ultimate in dine-in, take-out, fantastic food for another night. Cafe Positano, 407-774-8080. Fresh made Italian food from Pasquale's family to you. Real estate in Florida is on fire. And to succeed in a hyper-competitive market, you need the very best mortgage broker on your home team. This is Ashley Bedford with Patriot Home Funding, the official mortgage broker of the American Adversaries Radio Network. Patriot Home Funding offers a variety of loan options, including conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, investor debt service coverage, bank statement loans, purchases, and refinances. Every loan you need to make your American dream come true. Call us today at 407-389-5132 or visit us on the web at myphf.com to get started on your journey. That's 407-389-5132 or myphf.com. At Patriot Home Funding, we finance the American dream. Patriot Home Funding is a licensed mortgage broker business in the state of Florida, NMLS 171699 and is an equal housing lender. Ashley Bedford is a licensed mortgage originator in the state of Florida, NMLS 1278. I'm Ashley Legend, and I approve this message. For years, I've been seeing that shrimp and ticks mix be going together like salt in the sea. And alas, Tijuana Flats answered the call. New Tex-Mex takes on shrimp at Tijuana Flats. Crispy shrimp tacos with corn salsa, fajita shrimp quesadilla, and a tasty shrimp bowl with signature garlic lime sauce. These delicious new shrimp dishes loaded with Tex-Mex flavors are sure to be your new favorite. Only at Tijuana Flats. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we've been telling you about these vaccines and natural immunity. And, well, here's the latest. Well, the latest is, I'll tell you what, let's just rewind to when this first scamdemic started. You heard on the American adversaries, and we weren't the only ones. Matt Buff and Carl Jackson also were telling you the real scoop of what was going on. And we were about the only ones. Yes. And the things we were saying we were being accused of spreading misinformation. I'm going to go down a list. Natural immunity doesn't offer any protection compared to vaccinated immunity. Masks prevent COVID transmission. School closures reduce COVID transmission. Myocarditis from the vaccine is less common than from the infection. 
young people benefit from a vaccine booster. Vaccine mandates increase vaccination rates. COVID originating from the Wuhan lab is a conspiracy theory. Data on the bivalent vaccine, that's a vaccine that's developed for multiple viruses, is crystal clear. And last, one in five people who get COVID get long COVID. People were pulled off of Twitter and Facebook and, and, they, and YouTube. They're, they were deplatformed from money-making accounts if they said if they any, said these things no if they said anything contrary to those if things. they well th that's that's right if they said no that's not correct right this, if they raised any question about it um and peace in american thinker i love that website it's got some great people yep. on it like uh, i don't know ned ryan's on there yep um americanthinker.com piece by a doctor called brian c june depth md um, is titled, and just like that, natural immunity is no longer a conspiracy theory. Um, let's see. I'm just going to go through this and pick a few things. You remember Dr. Peter McCulloch? Oh, yeah. He was one of the ones who had his license threatened in Texas, his medical license, for challenging government COVID policies. They are now going through and bit by bit, fact by fact, admitting that the things we said were true were actually true. Yeah. So for those of you who listened to us and said, you guys are crazy, um, <laughs> no, you're yeah. wrong. We got it right, they got it wrong. Yeah. And by the way, so did Donald Trump get it right, and they got it wrong. And he stumbled up a little bit on the vaccines, but only because he was trying so very hard to protect the American public and being misled by a lot of people in the process. Let me just pull up this little factoid yeah. from government data. It's New Zealand government data. Right. But still, data, data from the government that says for each age group, the more you vax, the more likely you are to die from COVID. <laughs> That's what right. What did I tell you? That's right. And uh, as we've told you a couple of times already over the last few weeks, Fauci himself has signed on to being an author of a study which indicates that the vaccines are worthless and perhaps dangerous. That's what the study indicates. And the, by the way, it's not just the COVID vaccine, it's the flu vaccines as well. Well, we all knew going in that the flu vaccine at best was about 40, 45, and a good year, maybe 50% effective in lowering your chances of having a severe flu. Uh, it's not protecting you from the flu. Exactly. It's the same old, it won't stop you from getting it, but it'll keep you out of the hospital excuse. But that's and, not what our president uh, Biden said. He said, if you get the vaccine... You won't get COVID. That's right. Wrong. That's right. And he accused the unvaccinated of prolonging the scamdemic when, in fact, it was the exact opposite. All right. So it does pay to listen to conservative radio. That's for sure. And now uh, the Smithsonian is updating their women's American women's history exhibit, I guess. Nostradamus. Yeah, they're actually creating a new museum called the American Women's History Museum in D.C., and uh, it, this is very funny. The interim director of the Smithsonian, her name is Sasaki, says that uh, she understands DNA, well, at least in a metaphorical sense. <laughs> She's quoted as saying, we have a job to build a museum that's going to serve the public for a very long, long time. From the DNA of this museum, 
There has been a desire to be inclusive. Of course, she doesn't read actual DNA, which tells you you either are male or female, and nothing you do to change your plumbing will change that. And buildings don't have DNA. But what are they going to do? They've decided that uh, in order to be part of this Women's History Museum, you don't have to be a woman. You just have to identify as a woman while having made some contribution to American society. The museum has yet to receive congressional approval, but it has raised $55 million in donations from benefactors such as Melinda and Bill Gates. Uh, the group already has features up and running online, and it features the likes of Sylvia Rivera, who co-founded the Milton Group and Youth Shelter Star, Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries. Uh, but you look up someone who actually is a an icon and a woman, Phyllis Schlafly? No, she does not exist in that database. No, uh uh-uh, not likely. Uh, Maybe, you know, uh, you might, when you go to, if they actually do put this exhibit together, I would imagine uh, people like Rachel Levine may end up in there. Maybe, maybe. Certainly Lori Lightfoot is going to end up in there. Well, sure. Well, she actually is a woman. She Uh, was born with female DNA. I'm glad you brought that up Mm -hmm. because... As we mentioned earlier, you probably have heard the news that Lori Lightfoot is no longer going to be the mayor of Chicago once the new mayor is chosen, and that new mayor will be chosen. They'll have the runoff on April the 4th, and a guy by the name of Paul Vallis is running against a guy by the name of Brandon Johnson. Both of them are Democrats. Oh, yeah. Remains to be seen whether either of them is uh, any further left than Lightfoot was. Well, Brandon Johnson would be, would fit the bill. Uh, Paul Vallis, is, he sounded a lot like Adams, uh, Eric Adams, who got elected to be the mayor of New York City. You know, he's pro-police and all mm-hmm. this other stuff. Other than that, though, he's about as left as Lightfoot is. She only got 17% of the vote. Uh, they got. They were the top two vote-getters. And she's the incumbent mayor. Right. That never happens. Right. And when she was asked, uh, was she mistreated, her response was, I'm a black woman in America, so of course I've been mistreated. So she knows what a woman is. That's the point. Thank I was you, Matt make. Walsh. Thank you. For all of her, shall we say, uh, oh, weaknesses, at least she knows that she's a woman, which means that she's smarter than one of our Supreme Court justices. Remember? That's right. Who just wrote her <laughs> Justice, first majority opinion for the Supreme Court. Justice Jackson. That's right. So uh, for, for all of her, like I said, all of her faults, uh, at least she realizes that she is a woman. So you're saying that this runoff uh, that's going to happen on April 4th, uh, you would go for Brendan Johnson rather than Paul Vallis? No, it it appears as though Johnson is the worst of the two, but neither one of them is hardly any better than Lori Lightfoot. We can't say, let's go, Brendan. No. Not uh, in this case. Vallis might be slightly better in the sense that he does want to put more police officers on the force, but he also wants to have more social training for them as well. They both have a good, well, not a good, but they both uh, have a background in education. One was actually a union leader, um, as well as being a teacher, and uh, and the other was a... um, 
was a member of, of the Board of Education yeah. in Chicago. So I'm afraid, and once again, this is one of those tiered voting systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a battle right. royale, right. and if no one gets 50%, the top two run off. And again, you have Democrats dominating that system. So it's, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, not good news, however it goes, for Chicago. Slightly better, perhaps, but not really, not in the long run. You know what? I have about 10 seconds to give you a real quick review on the movie my wife and I saw the other day. It's called Jesus Re- Revolution. It's all about Calvary Chapel in Costa Mesa, which I visited in 1979 California? in the summer, Southern yeah. Cal. Um, very good movie, very sad, very bittersweet. Um, and it did twice as well as it was expected to do on its first week. They thought $7 million opening weekend. It did more than $15 million. And it's still in the theaters? It's still in the theater. Jesus Revolution. Check it out. It's everywhere. Jesus Revolution. All right. We appreciate you tuning in. Don't forget to get those contest challenges ready for tomorrow. Put together a couple of politicians or whatever and put them in a survival situation for 21 days, ladies and gentlemen, and you could be the big winner. All right, and of course, we'll have more news for you as well. Merrick Garland testified today. We'll have a little review of that. And more, I'm sure, is going to happen overnight, and we'll have it all here tomorrow night on our contest Thursday. Keep praying. Keep loving. Don't you dare give up. Night, everybody. AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, WORL, Orlando, News Talk Station of the Year, with this SRN News update, starting now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters reporting. The Senate has passed a resolution killing a Biden administration rule that allows fund managers to invest in companies based on environmental and social justice policies rather than profits. Bob Agnew reports from Capitol Hill. It's called ESG investing, and Republicans, along with a few Democrats, say it's a surefire way to guarantee the erosion of Americans' 401k savings. The bill would return the obligation to fiduciaries to invest based solely on the rate of return for investors, 